0: Hi, pals. This is Blaine Hill for Simply Stated Podcast coming to you from the beautiful Chapin, South Carolina. It is a magnificent day outside, and um, we are still stuck at home with the coronavirus for the most part. The governor's looking at lifting uh, has started to lift some restrictions. I'm still finding out more about that here in South Carolina. Today, I want to bring you a devotional uh, that's part of the Easter story from the gospel. Uh, according to John, about the disciple Thomas and, his, dis- and uh, his fellow disciples. Let me pull up the passage from the, for you. This is from the 20th chapter of the Gospel of John. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve was not with them when Jesus came, Jesus having appeared and come to the disciples in a locked room. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. Jesus himself later appears a week later and calls Thomas to believe and not to doubt. This is what Jesus says. A week later, his disciples were again in the house and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. We see a similar pattern at the end of the Gospel of Matthew and the end of the Gospel of Luke as well. Here's something amazing to think about. Jesus appears to most of the disciples on a Sunday, the the day he's raised from the dead. And Thomas spends the whole week with them, we can imagine, with the other disciples, in his state of doubt and in his state of active disbelief. Think about that for a moment. Thomas is likely with the disciples, who all believe Jesus was raised from the dead, who have all seen Jesus raised from the dead. But Thomas doesn't believe. He spends a whole week with him, not believing you know our our society has a very strange relationship with doubt oftentimes we can be very very gullible i mean how often do we allow ourselves to think or our beliefs to be shifted by innuendo by that that can be gossip in our personal lives or a willingness to believe stories in the media particularly social media that are half-baked or simply not true I mean, surely you've had an email forwarded to you or seen a story that got you fired up, and then it turns out just to be a lie. We can sometimes be a very gullible society. We don't deploy uh, healthy skepticism and doubt in a way that's useful. On the other hand, the scientific method is the basis of our technology, and and the scientific method requires data and proof. Without some degree of suspicion, or at least Without the ability to reserve judgment, we would not have modern medicine at all. So we live in a kind of strange relationship to skepticism, to doubt. Then there are deeper matters, matters of faith that uh, deal with doubt. And all of us, I guess maybe I should say almost all of us, have had some kind of doubt about things that are eternal. Do we have an unshakable basis for right and wrong outside of ourselves? Is there really a God? Does that God care about the world? Do those miracles in the Bible really happen? Those are all things people question and doubt and struggle with. Does prayer do anything more than calm my spirit and help me express gratitude and offload some of my worry? That's something that uh, most people at some point have doubts about and question. Does God listen to me and respond to me? Or Here's the big one for Easter. Did Jesus of Nazareth really rise from the dead? These are high-stake questions. Uh, We have doubts sometimes over essential Christian faith matters, like the resurrection. And here's part of the good news. Jesus is at ease with our doubt and our disbelief. He's not complacent, but Jesus doesn't get anxious or angry or overwhelmed because we have doubts. And the church, the community of Jesus' disciples, when we're we're living faithfully, the church is meant to be a place that can hold doubt and doubters. Another way to put this, doubt doesn't exclude Thomas from the community of the disciples. His doubt, his disbelief doesn't exclude him from fellowship with the other disciples. They've spent years together and he's still part of the community. Jesus calls people, calls you to believe. But doubt does not exclude people from the community of faith. That's really a strange paradox. And so often the, the church has not done a good job of allowing people to have their doubt, Thomas would struggle. Here's why this matters. We have doubts, sometimes fundamental doubts, or but our doubts in no way diminish Christ's love or care for you. Just because we doubt doesn't mean that Jesus loves us less or even differently. In fact, he died knowing his closest followers and his deepest believers would all fall away or deny or betray him. Your doubt doesn't undermine God's love for you in Christ Jesus. Here's another reason uh, Jesus' ability to hold doubters matters. In our, in our belief, when we do believe, we also have loved ones who doubt and disbelieve. Do we despair for them? Do we nag them and hector them or cajole them into faith? Do we threaten them with consequences? Well, that's certainly not what Jesus did. Um, and so I don't think we do that with others. Jesus did, does not treat us in our doubt with disdain or hostility. When we look at Jesus, we have very good reason to be hopeful for people who doubt and even who don't believe. This is also a third point, a lesson for Christian congregations. Part of our life together as disciples of Jesus is to allow space for people to have, to express, and to live with their doubt and disbelief. Maybe we should think of ourselves a little bit like an incubator. An incubator provides a warm and nourishing environment for an infant who needs that support. So, the church, we're to provide a warm and secure environment, a, a, a secure, nourishing environment for people when their faith isn't strong, or even when their faith isn't present. Part of what the community can do is continue to hold people in the love of Jesus Christ. We don't love people because they believe in Jesus. We love people because of what Jesus has done for us. Um, that's what the church did in the first week uh, after Jesus' resurrection. The church, um, the community of disciples was it, uh, allowed Thomas to be present with them. Even though he told them, I'm not going to believe unless my conditions are met. Here's the last point I, I would say about this, is that our doubts are not our resting place. Whether we think of modern science or eternal faith, doubt is really only a way, a waypoint toward and to the truth. I mean, it, to go back to science, doubt is a useful tool in science, but it's not the goal. It's simply a way to get towards something that's true. So it is with faith. Um, it, when we have doubt, That's okay, it turns out, with Jesus. But it is not a place in which we're meant to rest. There's no rest, no peace in doubt. It can only propel us forward. So let me conclude by inviting you to hear the voice of the resurrected Jesus speaking to you. Believe. Put your faith in Jesus Christ and set your course of action based on that trust in him, loving neighbor and loving God. Um... It's been great to chat with you today. We're still always trying to improve our communications and technology uh, in this corona time. I do want to remind you of how you can be a part of what's going on. At 8.30 on Sunday mornings, we are streaming our worship services here on Facebook, where I am right now, but also on YouTube and on our website. At 10.30, we are having drive-in worship. What that means is you uh, pull in, stay in your car, and uh, then we'll be leading worship from in front of the office, and we have an, you tuned in to 87.9. We have a very small FM transmitter, and you'll be able to hear uh, the, the, the sermon, the music, and to participate in worship that way. It may be helpful for you to get a copy of the bulletin ahead of time. We attach that in our Friday flat, uh, e-news flash that comes out every Friday. If you don't get that, sign up for it on our website. We also have a number of online classes and Bible studies. Our uh, regular Jesus Seekers class and the Quest um, Sunday School classes are meeting uh, online. If you, if you want to know more about that, I, I suggest uh, you get in touch with John Ferguson or Cheryl Boone for the Jesus Seekers. Or Fred Yandel uh, can put you in touch with the Quest Bible uh, Sunday School. Our Knitwits, our Wednesday Knitting Group, uh, gets together as well. Um, you can reach out to me. I'll put you in touch with them. Uh, Also, our uh, Disciple Bible Study, which meets on Thursday, is starting again this Thursday. Of course, not in person. Uh, We'll be meeting uh, through an electronic meeting. Again, reach out to me and you can learn about that. We have uh, the Journey Sunday School class uh, is going to meet this Sunday at one o'clock. They'll probably go back to the 930 time. Uh, We're just going to catch up together and um, and try to get that class organized to meet at nine thirty on Sunday. So um, I hope you'll uh, I hope you'll uh, reach out, and I'll let you know how to join in that class as well. I'd love to be able to share it here, but it turns out the Zoom bombers will attack, and well, we don't want that. Uh, let me say in closing, um, if you need help, reach out to us. Uh, uh, if that help may be um, material, and we'd like to try to help. If you're in physical need, but also uh, just support of your spirit. You can uh, reach out to us at the church uh, and we can pray with you. Uh, sometimes just have a conversation with someone else. A change of, change of chat might be what you need. Whatever it is, I hope you'll reach out in prayer. Hey, I want to I lead us in a word of prayer now and uh, then we'll wrap up. Heavenly Father, what an amazing thing to be able to talk uh, and communicate with people near and far. God, we pray that you would bless everyone who is hearing or will hear this video. God, we entrust to you our doubts and our skepticism and our disbelief, knowing that you love us, uh, not because of who we are or because we trust in you, but that you are trustworthy, and so we believe in you. God, we pray for wisdom for our leaders as they are trying to make sound decisions regarding opening up our society again. Uh, and facing pressures on all sides. We pray for wisdom and courage uh, in in our leaders and for our leaders. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I wish I could see you. It is nice to see Bonnie is there, and Sarah, Fred, you guys are on there. I'm not sure who else. I sure appreciate you tuning in, and no doubt uh, I hope other people will pick this video up later, and it will be a blessing to you. So God bless you all, and have a wonderful afternoon.